the questions are, you know, not just what is happening right now, what are the opportunities right now, it's what does the world and our industry look like in the medium to long term? I mean, I think that's an opportunity for everyone to look at the same thing because we're going to um, potentially miss a lot of opportunities if we don't look at the future. Hello, this is Julie Masters and you are listening to The Next Right Thing, a mini-series from the Inside Influence team, or currently a mini-series, we'll see how we go, designed to provide some actionable certainty in uncertain times. Specifically, and the situation that we're all facing right now, the COVID-19 pandemic and subsequent lockdown. Now, the idea behind this series was to go out to some of the most popular guests we've had from previous episodes of Inside Influence and ask them one question. What are the most important things you're focusing on right now? Tools, ideas, strategies, or advising your clients to focus on that you know for sure work in uncertain times. Now, the intention, the idea behind this is that somewhere in there, from these incredible minds, you will find the inspiration that you need for your next right thing. A point of certainty amidst all the uncertainty. So that's the intent in this episode, I speak with Justin Dry, co-founder and CEO of VinoMofo and just all-around epic human being. VinoMofo is an online wine retailer and community that began in a garage and then a camper van and then went on to become the fastest growing online wine retailers on the planet with an annual turnover of more than $50 million and collaborations with powerhouses that include wine rock star Gary Vaynerchuk. Justin and his team have done what many, I'm sure at the time, thought was impossible. And the challenge that, ironically, most of us are facing right now, which is to take a category, a business, an industry, that previously relied on high-touch, face-to-face interaction, and pivot it into a high-tech, high-engagement online community that, rather than diminishing the experience by making that pivot, takes it to such another level that your best form of marketing becomes the customers themselves, where they actually start to amplify your product, service, or brand amongst their own networks, and you achieve scale that previously would have been impossible. In this conversation, we talk about just that, the pivot from high-touch to high-tech, the impact of the lockdown on our digital attention, including what he sees working right now. I don't know if you've noticed, but our digital habits are changing during this period of time. What we want to consume, how long we want to consume it for, where we want to consume it, all of these things are shifting. And why relentlessly obsessing about your story is still the number one tool of engagement. If you want to dig even further into Justin's experiences in creating, building, and globally scaling VinoMofo, you can hunt down our previous conversation which I believe is episode number 62, actually quite a recent one. So, other than staying well and looking after each other, I hope somewhere in here you find the fuel you need for your next right thing. Welcome back, Justin Dry. Thanks for having me, Jules. You're welcome. Thanks for jumping back on again. What What are you focusing on at the moment as your next right thing? Do you have tools, ideas, strategies that you're just doubling down on at the moment? Yeah, look, I think 
What I've been, I mean, firstly, we've been very lucky as a business in this environment, which feels a bit weird because you've got so many people, you know, struggling at the moment. But as an online wine retailer, we've, one, we're online, so you've seen that quicker adoption, so we get that benefit. And two, um, people aren't going out to restaurants and bars because they're closed, so they're um, buying their wines for consumption at home now. So we've had we've had a real kind of uplift in in trade over this period. So we're one of the very very lucky people in this, and I don't know how how to feel about it because I've there's so many you know friends and family uh, are struggling through this period. Yet we are doing um, better than ever. So firstly, I've, we've got that. Um, but I guess when when with the team and when we look at where we are now, the the questions are, you know, not just what is happening right now, what are the opportunities right now, uh, it's what does the world and our industry look like in the medium to long term? So world, for example, you're looking at, you know, people are working from home. What does that mean for corporate offices? Uh, people's online adoption and buying has been accelerated because they've had to. Um, in our industry specifically, you've got restaurants and bars um, are currently closed. And even when they open, you're going to have probably social distancing requirements, which means the trade is not going to get back to um, full steam uh, in the medium term. And even in the longer term, I think with the change, uh, change in behaviour and patterns, it may never get to full steam and, you, you know, throw in the how weird economically the world is right now, the fact that the unemployment rate is going to be peaking at numbers we haven't seen for a really, really, really long time um, and people are going to be more money conscious. So I think there's there's shifts um, in the world and an industry that we need to look at medium and longer term and I think that's an opportunity for everyone to look at the same thing because I think people have a tendency to go, oh, what does it look like right now? And I think we're going to... Um, potentially miss a lot of opportunities if we don't look at the future. What are you noticing about how how and if attention is changing? You know, you you work predominantly in an online digital interface. I know you you also have sales teams, so you do. One of the things I love about the strategy that you guys have in place is how you mix high tech and high touch so seamlessly. What are you learning about that attention piece when it comes to you know everybody's basically communicating online now? You know, a lot of our attention is on online channels. Is it harder to get attention? Is it easier because more people are there more frequently? We are seeing that it's easier. Uh, people are spending more time online. They've got more time and f- probably freedom out about how they spend their time. Because one of those questions that you know a, a manager or a leader or a CEO has to ask themselves uh, is, you know, how do my how, how do our people work best? And it's really funny because this is proving in my business and the businesses of people and friends that I chat to um, that productivity has got nothing to do with being locked up in an office. I, our team are working amazingly well uh, from home. And, I, you know, I don't know where that goes longer term, but um, in at least the short to medium term, it's proving absolutely 100% that um, your teams can be completely and absolutely productive in a home environment and sometimes people in a working environment at a corporate or kind of office feel like they have to be seen to be busy working in a certain way working from home allows people to be themselves and work in their own way 
as long as the results are being seen on the other end. So I think there's, there's this really weird thing happening where people are going, I can work in my own way. And whether that means getting up at five in the morning or getting up at nine in the morning and getting up after 10 minutes and going and grabbing some breakfast or whatever that looks like, if you're being productive and if you're getting the work done, um, that doesn't matter. And I, I, it's like the people are feeling this freedom and with that freedom is coming this huge lift in productivity. So it's, it's, it's quite amazing. Um, and so what I'm seeing in the online space and our business in particular is people actually have more time to chat to customer service, chat on the phone, respond to emails. And so we're seeing a big lift in traffic, yet at the same time, our team is as productive as they've ever been. And have you, have you shifted this, your storytelling at all? That, because you, you've always traditionally done storytelling very well online. Have you shifted it at all or is it business as usual? Look, we haven't shifted much because we were such an online business anyway. Our, our brand is such um, a social brand um, and it has been, it's, it's part of our DNA. So really this is just bringing more eyeballs, awareness, traction to the stuff that we're already doing. Uh, I have noticed though, competitively, um, everyone else is starting to pile in to try and attempt to do the same thing because they have to. Um, in, our, in our industry, I mean, you, you would have seen it on all of the platforms, you know, there's more people doing videos, there's more people producing content um, because finally, you know, the things that we've been saying for, you know, probably almost two decades now, but let's say the last uh, decade, um, you've got to get in this space, you've got to get online, you've got to have e-com, you've got to get in social, you've got to understand the market, you've got, you've got to be producing content and all of a sudden, they have to because offline businesses are in serious trouble unless they're online or moving online. And we've seen a huge number of uh, people in our industry um, running a million miles an hour trying to catch back up to where they probably should have been five years ago. Well, I'm going to ask you, and, and you're just going to need to pretend that you're not talking to your competitors for a second. Um, <laughs> for anyone, I mean, the wine industry is is one part of every industry that's trying to figure this out at the moment. What's, what's your f- first piece of advice for somebody that's finding themselves in that situation? What's your, what's the next right thing there? What do you focus on first? Firstly, I think you'd have to come back to the core um, and looking after your customers that you do have right now. It's like, how do you service them better um, with the capabilities that you have? Then secondly, it has to be direct consumer. You've got to own that channel. Like you just have to, it's um, the, way, the way the world is shifting and the, this, the impact of this and the acceleration of online and even the, 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 the power of the bigger players in a lot of industries requires that you need to own that relationship as much as you can. And I think the people that are thinking about this the right way are going, okay, who are our core set of customers now that we have a relationship with? How do we look after them best? And then further, how do we grow our direct-to-consumer and take the ownership of that relationship back to us? I think that would be, that would be the way I'd be thinking. And the primary, the primary strategy for that being, I mean, I'm probably going to put words in your mouth here and you tell me if it's not right, you know, nailing that storytelling piece, nailing you know, what is it that gets the attention of your target market, of this direct-to-consumer channel? getting really yeah. forensic about what they're looking at, where, what format, how long, what language, and, yeah, and seeing if you can become a master of that. 
Yeah, and just a, like it's, I think the the people that are going to emerge out of this the strongest are those that build those relationships as early as possible and go as deep as possible with their tribe, I guess. And I think um, it's incredibly important now, but it also has to be genuine. This is the this is kind of one of those points in time where it's going to really make obvious if you if you have something more. Um, behind the business than just a desire to ha- run a commercial operation. It's one of those moments when people are looking for those people that really care and have a story, and this is going to make it really obvious if you do or you don't. So I think um, if you're if you're that way inclined and it's more of a commercial, it's going to make that very obvious and it's going to be very challenging for you as compared to someone that has an authentic, real, genuine passion, care and story to their brand. And then they'd have to take that and use the ability to reach out and build that relationship much stronger. But it's going to be a big shift. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about is a conversation that I'm hearing pretty much go on consistently at the moment which is how do we translate what was a high-touch experience, be it, I mean, be it anything, be it financial advice, be it um, beauty therapists, be it you name it, an event. How do we translate that online? How do we translate that into either a digital or a phone-based experience? Do you have have any advice? Do you have any golden rules for for translating high-touch into high-tech? I touch into high tech. It's really, really interesting because how do you how do you scale personal touch? It's one of those really challenging things. I mean, there's a lot of techs and tools that you can use to help um, do that, but uh, I guess it's like kind of riding that fine line between how do you get some scale so the cost of service is not to a point that makes it impossible to deliver, but you but you can but you can do enough of the personal touch to make it be a real connection. And the, and the challenge is actually having people feel really connected to you, your team and your brand, you know? And so I think, how do you do that? I, the tech tools are pretty amazing these days. Like getting like in our industry specifically, I'm seeing so many people do live streams um, and connecting with their audience and like the music industry is doing it because they're massively challenged at the moment. Event um, industry is the same. And I think the more of actually getting in front of and communicating with your community, the better. And I think you'll see how many more people are adopting these tools as part of their day-to-day through work or connecting with their friends and family in an environment where there is social distancing. So I think people are adopting it faster. I think you've got a bunch of people running into the space really quickly, but they're doing the right thing in trying to get in front of and be connected to their audience through these tools. So I would be, I would be jumping online video um, and then assessing all the tools that help you scale the personal as far as you can. Brilliant. Well, I am going to, I'm going to let you get back into the fray because I know that there's in a good way, a lot going on for you right now. And you have a, a very small, but redonkulously cute baby at home as well. <laughs> so, yes. Thank you again for, for coming on. My pleasure. Great to chat, Jules.